Hello and welcome to Look for the Helpers, an ICT SOS podcast. My name is Amber Gonzalez, the Education Coordinator for ICT SOS. I hope you enjoy this episode while I'm your host today. Jennifer White, our Executive Director, will be joining through Zoom audio. But first, I'd like to take a moment to say thank you to all the helpers out there. At ICT SOS, we are huge fans of the pioneering work of Fred Rogers, everyone's beloved neighbor. When he was a boy and would see scary things in the news, his mother would say to him, look for the helpers. You will always see people helping. With that in mind, Jen and I will be discussing three things today. The first is what ICT SOS is up to right now and why donors are so important to our survival. The second is looking for the helpers in our community. In other words, who is out there helping, making this pandemic better or more bearable? And the third is human trafficking safety for families during the stay-at-home order. For further information about ICT SOS and how you can help or donate, please visit our website, ictsos.org, and follow us on social media at ictsos. Hello, Jen. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you know, just hold up at home like everybody else right now. (laughs) (laughs) Hanging in there, still in my pajamas, sipping my coffee, and it's mid-morning. Yep. I think a lot of people are in that same boat. This is not how we intended to launch our our initial podcast, I don't think, but... no. you know, we're, we're rolling with the punches. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We didn't intend for it to look this way, but if we can at least be in our PJs, then I think it's, it's going to be okay. <laughs> That's the beauty of audio versus video. <laughs> That's right. So let's get started. I would love to hear from you about what we're up to right now um, and how important donors are. Where is our funding going right now? Right. So You know, as a lot of people are aware, a big, big portion of what we do, especially in the spring, is prevention education in the schools, which obviously has been shut down for the remainder of the year. So for us, what that has done um, is it's given us an opportunity to kind of pull some of those back burner projects to the forefront um, and kind of look at some of the things that um, you know, we've, we've been working on or, you know, just kind of trying to squeeze in between other things um, like this podcast, for example. What a lot of people don't probably know is that we've actually recorded several episodes and, and been working on this for the last couple of months. And then obviously everything changed and, um, you know, it wasn't, we didn't feel like the episodes that we had kind of in the can were, were the appropriate ones to launch with. So we've kind of readjusted and, and we're starting here. And so that's kind of what it looks like with a lot of our projects. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're looking at curriculum for next year and um, just really trying to position ourselves to be in a great spot when all of this kind of calms down, especially with schools and things to to serve even better mm-hmm. um, than we have been. And then obviously, you know, the need for survivors, um, the need for fresh start bags for our partners, that doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I pulled um, a cart full of fresh start bags yesterday for uh, one of the, the hospitals um, and got them restocked um, 
But the situation that has changed is, you know, obviously donor funding is down as people kind of pull back and, um, you know, try to kind of figure out what writing this out looks like for them, both for their businesses and personally. Um, And then volunteer um, support is obviously pretty much eliminated right now. So for things like fresh start bags, um, really the easiest way to help, and I I know that people are gonna hear this from a lot of nonprofits, but really the easiest way to help right now is funding Mm -hmm. um, because that will allow us to buy just the things that we know we need. Um, It also keeps down traffic um, of people coming and going and dropping things off and, and having to try to decide, you know, how do we sterilize things or, or, Mm -hmm. you know, clean things as they come in um, and things like that. So there's actually on our website, if you go to ictsos.org slash give, um, there are funds set up. You can donate to our general fund. You can also donate specifically to our survivor need or fresh start funds. Um, we do have a couple of young adult survivors that we have been working with over the last several months um, that I've been checking in with to see, you know, what do you need? Do you have enough groceries? Um, you know, are there things that we could be helping to provide um, through this time because, you know, a lot of our survivors are working jobs that maybe have been furloughed or, um, Mm -hmm. you know, shut down for the time being. So we're just trying to kind of, um, you know, pivot as the changes come Mm -hmm. and make sure that we're still meeting the needs for um, our direct service partners, for survivors, um, for folks that are still coming into the hospital for, um, you know, sexual assault exams and, and things like that. Um, you know, as, as this stuff kind of goes on longer and people are stuck at home with potentially people that are not safe for them, um, you know, we want to be in a position where as those needs arise, we can still continue to meet them the same way that we have before. Right, right. One of the things I wanted to ask you about is um, if any of our listeners go to our social media, they can see that we've partnered with Medis, um, and we're kind of helping with the funding piece. And then Medis is, is one of those people out there, those organizations who we want to look to as being our helpers. Yeah. So first of all, Medi's um, restaurant has been incredibly supportive of ICTSOS from the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. And our staff eats there a lot when they're open. <laughs> it's the first place I'm going. I think I think it's today that they're opening their curbside back up. So um, we might just be getting some takeout soon. Right. So, you know, kind of on that note, I know there's there's been a big push um, social media and, and in the media and things like that to support local businesses. Um, I would just really encourage people to do that however they can, um, because, again, when this stuff clears up and it will, those are the places that have supported local nonprofits for years. And those are the places that will continue to support local nonprofits. So, um, you know, just that's, that's my plug for supporting local business. Um, but what Medis is doing, they have partnered with, um, the school district and then several other 
programs that are serving different vulnerable populations, group homes and, and things like that around the city, and then kind of created this coalition of other restaurants um, as well that have come together to use their kitchens, um, use their their staff and their resources while other things are, are slower for them mm-hmm. to go ahead and, and still be able to serve the community. So, um, the the name of the campaign, I guess, for lack of a better term, is Together We Are Greater Than a Pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got a GoFundMe campaign set up, and we'll link all of that in the show notes afterwards. Yep. Yep. But they are raising the funds to pay for the supplies to then go ahead and continue to provide meals um, and fill in some of those gaps where maybe um, – some other things aren't available. So for example, one of the things that they did was fed kids at several of the school sites in the couple of days um, in that gap before the schools were able to start providing meals. Um, I know they've done some things at some of the different homeless shelters and things like that. So um, we're just trying to kind of help facilitate the fundraising portion of that so that when people give, it is tax deductible. They are going to get a tax receipt. Um, so f- whether you're an individual or a business, um, you know, we, we want to make sure that, um, that those donations are being treated just like, you know, any other time you give to a nonprofit and you're, right. you're getting the, the transparency and the oversight right. um, and then the, the tax benefits for doing that. So sure, sure. they've been staying busy and feeding lots of people. And I know they um, have. we're kind of on the administrative side of it, but I'm glad to help in that way and, and be able to um, facilitate them doing what they do really well um, because nobody wants to eat what I'm going to cook. No. <laughs> for sure not. For so sure. We'll, we'll let Alex and the Medi's crew let and the and it. You know, all those great restaurants in our town that make really great food. Um, We'll let them feed the people. Yes. And like you said, we will include the link for that GoFundMe as well as a list of those restaurants who they're collaborating with in our show notes. Yeah. And again, just, you know, I know people are kind of, kind of drawing back and probably eating more at home, trying to conserve money and things like that. Mm-hmm. But when you do decide, you know, man, we need a treat or, or, you know, we're going to do something special Friday night and go pick up takeout. Mm-hmm. Uh, just would really, really encourage people to look to the, the locally owned places that, sure. like I said, have supported nonprofits and your kids' sports teams and, you know, all of those kinds of things for years. This is our our chance to give back to them. Yes, absolutely. I love that. Okay. So last thing I want to talk about, um, everybody's at home, kids are at home, kids aren't in school. Um, Like you said in the very beginning, you know, if we were in schools right now, I would be almost every week, I'd be talking to kids about human trafficking safety, um, how they need to be aware of that, what they need to do to stay safe. Everybody's at home now though. Um, So I know parents are hopefully trying to be extra vigilant about keeping their kids safe. Most kids have a whole bunch of screen time. Everybody's online. Everybody's just kind of trying to stay sane while we're all in close corners together. Um, so what can, what can parents do? What can families do to make sure they're protecting their kids from human trafficking? Right. So like you were saying, you know, we've got 
parents that are now trying to work from home, trying to coordinate school, or parents that are still working and kids are home, um, maybe for more extended time periods alone than they normally would be, mm-hmm. um, or with grandparents or you know other people that maybe don't um, have as much of a a knowledge base about technology. So mm-hmm. um, I think a couple of things, and, and we're going to try to expand on this in a future episode mm-hmm. um, here before too long, but a couple of just really kind of key points is know what your kids are doing. Um, engage in those things online with them. I know playing Minecraft is not super exciting. <laughs> My kiddo is 11 and has been obsessed with Minecraft for probably the last five or six years. It makes my eyes cross. Um, but, you know, sit down and look at the things that your kids are doing online. Um right know what platforms they're on, um, make sure that they know what the expectations are, um, make sure that you're checking in with them on on kind of what they're using. Um, And just keep in mind that any platform where kids can communicate with other people, um, predators can communicate with your kids. Mm -hmm. So there's a really great post um, on the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's website. It's missingkids.org. Um, it's right up on their, their front page. Um, they've got a really great, just short little blog post on that. And then, like I said, we're, we're looking to kind of expand on that um, topic in our next podcast with some of our internet crimes detectives as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really, really good place to start. Um, and I think one of those podcast episodes that we had pre-recorded um, that we said, you know what, let's put this for a later time was kind of a trafficking 101. I think if there are still families and parents out there thinking, okay, well, human trafficking is where your kid gets snatched off a street corner hey, we're good now because we're all home. Everybody's safe at home. Yeah, I think it would be easy to overlook um, what your child is doing online. And really that that's kind of what trafficking looks like. We don't right. really have the people strolling around, snatching anybody. It's, it's a relationship building process that starts online. So yeah, absolutely. We'll link that page um, in the show notes from the, from the, National Center of Exploited and Missing Children. Um, And then we can also just, I think, on our social media, put some more tips and some more information. That's some stuff we're working on to help parents out. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, some some other things to kind of think about that with, with the relationship piece, our kids are at home right now. They're isolated away from their friends. Mm -hmm. They're bored. They are looking for connection. Yeah. And that, that puts them in a prime position for somebody to make that connection, to pretend to be a friend, to pretend Mm -hmm. to be, you know, somebody that understands what they're going through. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a very vulnerable time for mm-hmm. our kids as they're navigating through, mm-hmm. you know, this thing that none of us know how to do. We, this hasn't happened in our lifetime. So, right. you know, and our, our kids are trying to navigate through and process that as well. And a lot of that happens, you know, in conversations on their social media posts and things like that. So again, just, you know, be aware of what your kids are putting out there, who has access to them. Um, 
where they're using their devices. They don't need to have their devices in their bedrooms or in the bathroom. You know, Mm -hmm. most people have their homeschool classrooms set up in the family room or the, Mm -hmm. you know, the kitchen table. Um, That's a really good place for those devices to stay out in the open, um, you know, where, where everybody's kind of on the same page about what everyone is is accessing online. That's yeah. a really great way to keep our kids safe. Absolutely. I think that's a really great practical point. I've never heard of a case of human trafficking where a conversation started while a kid was, you know, in the family room on their phone or tablet and parents were engaging them in conversation. It just <laughs> right. it just doesn't really start that way. So yeah, very good point. Right. All right. Well, I think that kind of wraps up the the things that we wanted to talk about today. Um, next time, we will get together and we will dive into that a little bit further. Um, anything else that you want to share as we wrap this up? I think just like everybody, um, you know, we, we miss our people. We miss our, our colleagues, um, you know, our law enforcement and social work and therapy mm-hmm. um, folks that we work with in inside of the CAC building. We miss each other. Zoom meetings are yes. not the same as the all same. being crammed in our tiny office. <laughs> not the same. <laughs> um, and we miss our students and our volunteers. Yes. So yes. just, you know, stay safe, stay home if you can. I know it's not super exciting. I'm an extrovert. This is making me crazy. <laughs> but, um, you know, do all the things so that we can we can get back to, to being back together again. Yep. We'll get through this. We will. And we'll do it together. And we'll come out on the other side with, you know, some new ideas and new ways to to approach these things and hopefully a little more kindness towards each other. Mm, Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, Jen. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yep. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. In our next episode, we will be covering online exploitation in depth and even more ways that parents can keep their children safe. In the meantime, Please follow us on social media to find out how you can help us and our partner agencies. Please consider donating through ictsos.org or by downloading our app found in Apple or Google Play stores. You can also find the show notes to this episode on our website. Thank you for listening. Wash your hands and stay safe at home.